Let's focus on what we know. Don't focus on what you don't know. That can be very discouraging. And that's what I've found that most students do. What about you? How's your English listening? How is your English listening? If you're a regular listener to this podcast, first of all, thank you. I appreciate it very much, very much. But how's your English listening in general? What is your approach toward listening? Well, today I want to work with not necessarily listening techniques, but I want to work on three ways and three main questions to improve your listening confidence. I found most students have the biggest trouble with this area. More than listening techniques or vocabulary or grammar, it's the listening confidence. This is episode 35, and it's not just English. It's more than English. Let's go. Hey there, English speakers. Welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and teacher, Jesse, from Sweet Academy, helping you get to that next level in English and in life. And today, I want to talk about listening confidence. I want to share three main questions for you to answer in your approach to an English listening. And it's not going to be how to do well on a listening exam, necessarily. These may help you with listening exams, but I'm talking about real world English, real videos or podcasts or TED Talks, these kinds of listening. And it can also carry over to exams and conversation as well. But... I want to address some common, common, common problems for listening, some common difficulties about listening that students face, and and how to get over these problems, how to get over this confidence issue. You see, most of the time, as I've told you many times, most students know more English than you think you know. You know more English than you think you know. You are better at English than you think you are. And you can do English. And that means speak English, listen, read, write. You can do more than you think you can. I I can't say I guarantee it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I guarantee it. I promise you. Because if you're like most of my students, they have a lower opinion about themselves than I can see in their ability. And my first task of as an English teacher is helping them realize that they know more than they think they know, that they can do more than they think they can do right? To work with their confidence. And then I have to build their motivation. And depending on the student, I work with the motivation first and then the confidence. 
But, and then the third part is actually improving their English, meaning their vocabulary, their grammar, their expressions, their overall fluency, things like that. That comes last, right? The students that already have the self-belief and the confidence and they understand how communication works and they already have the motivation, that's when I go directly to the language. But... Today, we're talking about the confidence. I'm going to try to help you believe in yourself a little more and give you some practical tasks to do when you listen to, as I said, things like TED Talks or podcasts or YouTube videos or interviews or anything like that. And I'm going to give you three general questions to answer the next time you have a listening that you want to do. So we're talking about listening confidence and that's understanding that that you can understand this and I'll tell you how. First of all, let's go to the problem. Many students, they get to a listening and they approach it and they try to understand every word. That's first. Don't try to understand every word. Don't try to pick up every single word because there's an expression in English, you're missing the forest for the trees. You're missing the forest for the trees. If you're in this big, beautiful forest and you're focused on one tree that's in front of you, you're missing all of the colors and the beauty and the wildlife and everything that's in all the scenery that's in the forest. Why? Because you're sitting there looking at one tree. The same thing. If you're trying to listen to every single word and you miss a word, so you think, well, now I'm lost. Well, you're focused on one tree. You're focused on one word. And that can hinder your progress, and be discouraging, to be honest. Think about it in your language. When you're watching something in your language and maybe you get up to go to the bathroom or maybe somebody says something or somebody coughs <coughs> and you miss a word or you miss an entire sentence, do you give up? Do you just say... Oh, well, I'm lost. Forget this. No, you probably can still grasp the general idea. You're not lost on the message. And even if you do miss an important part, there's still a lot more that you could listen to and you could get. Isn't that true? Think about it. When you listen to something in your own language, you don't get lost. You don't give up if you miss something. You just move on and try to fill in the gaps. You try to fill in the gaps, right? That's what we call it. You fill in the gaps. You imagine the pieces of information that you that you missed, right? To get the, the general idea. Right, And that's what I want to focus on in your English listening. And if you're studying any other language as well, these skills will transfer. 
I do this for myself in Spanish whether I'm watching something. Sometimes I listen to something to get information or expressions and I hear an, a new vocabulary word or I hear an expression and I write it down. That's a bonus tip. Have a notebook. Write down new vocabulary words or expressions. Don't be discouraged by them. Be encouraged by them because you can get them and learn. But that's not my three questions. I have three questions for you to sit down and ask yourself the next time you listen to something in another language, in your target language is what we call it. And as I said before, these questions are to get the general idea. The global understanding is what we call it. We're not looking for specific information. This isn't exam strategy. This is just comprehension to get the general idea. Communication. That's what I'm focusing on. That's what I want to help you with. Your general communication in speaking and listening. Today, it's understanding. Question number one. Ask yourself, who is the intended audience of this video or of this podcast, of this TED Talk? Right? Generally, it's somebody who is interested in psychology or it's somebody who's interested in business, somebody who is discouraged and they need some encouragement, somebody who is into meditation, somebody who likes science, somebody who whatever. Who is the intended audience? Ask yourself that. And sometimes you'll know this by the title of well, you should know this by the title of the video or of the podcast. You could know by the introduction, by the general uh, topic of the video or the speech. But understand first, who is the intended audience? Question number two for you to ask yourself. What is the main idea of what I just listened to or what I am listening to. What is the main idea? If you try to answer this, you might not get so discouraged if you miss a word or if you get a little lost maybe for 30 seconds and you space out a little bit. Does that happen? We space out. If you space out, it means you kind of daydream. You kind of go off and think about something else for a minute because let's face it, it's hard to keep focused on something for a long period of time, especially in another language. I understand this. I know this. But even if you space out, what is the main idea of this video or of this show or of this program or of this conversation? What is the main idea? If you keep focused on that, then you can come back and maybe still get the main idea. Am I right? I think I'm right. I'm practicing this in my own life and it's kind of working. So I'm sharing it with you too. So question one, who is the intended audience of this listening thing? 
Question two, what is the main idea? What is the main idea? And then question three, what were some supporting ideas, some supporting points in what I just heard or what I'm listening to? What are some supporting ideas? So, for example, if the main idea is, well, for example, of a TED Talk that I just listened to uh, by a man named Eric Bischoff, his main idea was how the news media is like or steals ideas from professional wrestling. Okay, I know the intended audience, people who are curious about the news media, or professional wrestling fans. And what he's trying to portray, what he's trying to communicate is how the news media is similar to pro wrestling. And then I would ask myself, well, what are some supporting ideas? These are his arguments, his evidence for this, right? How is the news media like professional wrestling? And in this particular speech, some ideas, some support, supporting arguments that he gave was they try to touch the emotion. They don't talk to your intellect. They talk to your emotion. They try to make you feel something. They don't try to make you think. They try to make you either love one side or hate the other side. These are some supporting ideas that if you're listening to something in a foreign language, even if you miss a sentence or miss a point, miss something that this person said or missed a part of the conversation, you don't have to get discouraged. You don't have to feel bad like, Oh, well, I missed it. Now I'm lost and there's no point in continuing. You don't have to do that because there's probably another point coming. And so what? You missed one point. You missed one sentence. That's okay. Get another one. Notice my question isn't what are all of the points? What are all of the arguments? No, no. Tell me one or two or some. Just tell me about some things that you did catch. That's something I try to focus on my students is don't focus on what you don't know. So many people focus on what they missed, on what they don't have in life, in general. They focus on what they don't have. They focus on what they missed. You see, I like to draw either a square or a rectangle or a shape on the board. And I say, you see all of this inside the circle, that's what you know. Outside the circle, that's what you don't know. Okay, let's focus on what I know. And then let's pick one or two things at a time from the things that I don't know and bring that into the area that I know. Let's focus on what we know. Don't focus on what you don't know. That can be very discouraging. And that's what I've found that most students do. What about you? 
Do you focus on what you don't know? Do you get discouraged when you miss a sentence or miss something or you don't understand something? That's no reason to get discouraged. Because, after all, if you knew it, then you wouldn't really need to study, would you? If it came easy, it wouldn't even feel good to accomplish. I mean, if you have children, little children, and you beat them at, I don't know, tic-tac-toe or some game, does that feel good? (laughs) I hope not. Because it's too easy. But if they beat you, if you let them win and they beat you, that feels fantastic. Why? Because they're not supposed to beat you. It's an accomplishment. The same thing. If it's too easy, it doesn't feel good. You're supposed to not know these things. You're supposed to not understand everything from a foreign language And if you do, then if you understand everything, then congratulations. (laughs) You've made it. You're fluent. Then move on to something new, a new challenge maybe or something. But most people, you're not going to understand everything. But the point isn't to understand everything. The point is to understand the message. The point is to improve communication. Isn't that the point of learning a language? At the end of the day, good expression, by the way, at the end of the day, meaning the main idea, at the end of the day, the point of learning a language isn't to pass an exam. It's not to get a certain mark in school or in a class. It's communication. That's why we have languages. That's why we have language courses and classes to improve communication. And one thing I challenge you with this week, as you listen to something in English, even this podcast, focus on the main idea. Focus on what you do know. And... Focus on and think about who is the intended audience. What is their main idea? What is their main message or the main idea of this conversation or of a particular answer in a conversation, in an interview? And also, what are some supporting ideas that this person shared? And let me know if this helps. We're focusing on the forest. We're looking at the forest and we're appreciating the forest. We're not focusing on a tree. And that's about it for me. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for spending time with me and inviting me into your week as usual. Uh, At the moment, I'm here every Sunday. Let me know if this is a good day to drop these podcasts I do want you to know that if you are a parent of younger children, I'm almost finished with a course for you to help you 
communicate with your children and start communicating with them in English to kind of cultivate and grow a bilingual environment for your children. This is a course I'm calling English for Parents, and it teaches you some basic expressions. This will be a three-month course, and I'll give you practice, expressions, practical exercises to use, and communicate with your kids. I'm super, super excited about this course, and I just want it to be available now, but I have to finish it first. But anyway, keep posted. Go to sweetacademy.com for more information about that course if you're interested in it. Remember my YouTube channel, Jesse Swede. I'm teaching expressions and the origin of certain idioms. I'm working on those different videos, different kinds of videos to help your fluency. That's it for me. My time with you is over. Remember, do something good for somebody so they can do something good for somebody else. That is paying it forward. Be good or be good at it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.